Welcome to Mornings with Michelle. I'm Michelle Foster and delighted that you chose to join me on my podcast today. We are inspiring dreams and I am so gifted to have the amazing friends and relationships that I have join me on these podcasts because my ultimate goal is to open your minds to the possibility and inspire your dreams for your life to fulfill everything that you want to have an extraordinary life. So welcome again. My name is Michelle Foster and you are with us today at Mornings with Michelle. Well, good morning and another fun, inspiring morning with Mornings with Michelle. Hi, I'm Michelle Foster and I am so incredibly honored and excited to have my dear friend and just an extraordinary woman, Laura Bowden, who's going to talk to us today about something that she is so incredibly passionate about. And let me just give you a little bit about Laura because she won't tell you all these amazing things, so I need to. So Laura is, first and foremost, like I said, an amazing, empowered woman. Laura is also married. She's married to Scott, a beautiful, beautiful soul. And Laura, how long have you been married? 36 years. 36 years. And you have four gorgeous children. And how many grandbabies? Going on number nine. Going on nine. But they're so... Every single one of those grandbabies are the luckiest people in the world to call you. What do they call you? Oh, goodness. Mamu, Namna, and Nani. Nani, I love it. My grandma was Nana. Yeah. From the Italian. And so, and Laura is an crazy, crazy enthusiast, and she's a CrossFit fanatic to the point where she actually competes in the CrossFit Games. And Laura is in an age group. She's 54 years old, so she ranges at the 50 to 54 range with CrossFit. You just did a program last week. How many people competed nation or worldwide? In my age group, um, between 50 and 54, um, there was 6,100. Okay, and you were? Uh, came in 2,100. 20, That's amazing. I wasn't last, so I was happy. <laughs> last! <laughs> and the beautiful part of that is that you're so proud of yourself. Correct me if I'm wrong. I am. But you're also excited to go back and do it again. Absolutely. So that, a little bit about who Laura is, because I'll tell you, I've known Laura now maybe six or seven years, and when I see a message come up from her, I get excited. When she writes a post, I read it. When we get to get together, it makes my day. Don't you all have people like that in your life? For me, that's Laura. So, Laura, thank you for doing this for us. We appreciate you. And I just want to ask you this. There's a message you're getting out to women. What is it? My message is that there's times in our lives that we have to make an informed choice. Okay. Um, my my choice, which I was not informed at the time, is I got breast implants in 1990 um, for my own personal reasons, not because of my husband. Um, sometimes people are like, oh, you know, I need to get them for my husband. No, I had three babies, wanted fit your put back in them. Husband against it. I said, let's go to the doctor. Doctor, no, perfectly safe. My de- husband drilled this doctor about the safety. Perfectly safe. Maybe like, a, you know, a little redness, you know, under the sight. So I, I get them. Um, and I was 26 years old, incredibly healthy, always active before then. Um, within four months of getting them, I started having like flu-like symptoms. Let's fast forward over two years. Uh, my health declined to the point I couldn't barely walk up the stairs. Um, breathing was difficult. Memory um, fog, horrible memory fog. Uh, I pretty much felt like I had the flu every single day for two years. Uh, muscle twitches, um, a lot of constipation issues. 
Um, every doctor you can imagine, well, how's your marriage? Um, you know, well, you do have little kids. Every test you can imagine, no, nothing. If you looked at me, I looked healthy, but I literally was from dying from the inside out. So let me understand, in four months of having these breast implants, started. and you had a two-year suffering journey yeah. that no one would identify. No. Wow. The issue is, that what's happening with women is, it's the symptoms that we're ha having from um, silicone breast adjuvant disease, which is the label of it, is... Um, there's no there's no test for it. It's almost like when AIDS came out. Nobody knew what to do. Nobody knew how to found it, find it. It wasn't a disease that you can just put in a drawer. Mm. So you needed to go to doctors that were able to identify it and run the correct tests that need to be done to identify this autoimmune disease that women were, were having, and thousands of women. But at the time, I didn't know. Right. And so after a series of doctors and doctors, you begin to think you're crazy. I started to think I was crazy. And it's not something women talk about. But if you looked at me, my implants looked fine. So it wasn't something that you look and you're like, hey, you know, that has deflated or, you know, nothing like that. No swelling. No, no nothing. Wow. Nothing. Wow. Um, I started swelling up a little bit. Um, looking back now, for, for as fit as I was, my fitness level jumped in because I just didn't have the stamina anymore. For me not to go to my son's baseball games on Saturday mornings because I needed to sleep um, is huge. Anybody that knows me, my family is my life. I absolutely concur. My family is my life. Um, it gets to the point where you get so tired of going to doctors because you really start thinking that I'm going to, I need to make myself better. You mentally just start saying, I'm not going to go to my doctors. And I remember the day I had said to my husband, we're standing in the kitchen and he was incredibly supportive. And I said to him, I'm like, honey, I just can't go to any more doctors. And I remember him looking down at me and just grabbing my face and saying, honey, we will go to as many doctors as we need to. I just want my Laura back. Mm -hmm. And I'm a talker. And when I stop talking, you know, I'm really sick. So I had decided, I put it together, and I said, what has happened in my life that, um, what is different? What has happened in my life from two years prior? My implants, that's the only thing different. And the thing that happens here is that it's such an underground of women that are ill. It's such a personal um, subject. Women don't just go out and start sure. talking that they have implants. Sure. So sure. it's not something that, that there's a community of people talking about it. So and back um, then we didn't have things like Facebook private exactly, groups. Exactly, exactly. Right? We didn't we have were, the media we do now. Correct. All we really had is the doctors and right. asking doctors questions and them continuing to say there's no connection. Well, you're gonna believe them because that's what we do. We trust our doctors right. to give us informed consent and um and choices that we make. Sure. So um I had decided that in my gut, we have a born-given gut as women. Listen to it. Mm. It is my gut that probably saved my life. Wow. So I had decided to go back to my plastic surgeon. And I was basically living on 600, uh, six, 800 ibuprofen a day to get out of bed. It was like my head was a bowling ball. My neck wasn't strong enough to hold my head up. Wow. I, that is the only way I can really describe it. So I decided I wasn't going to take anything that day. I wanted to feel everything I everything that was going on to explain to the plastic surgeon because I thought it has to be my implants. And he's going to tell me, right? I know it. So I went to him and I wasn't hysterical. I wasn't sobbing. And I just said, I'm very sick. And if it's my implants, you please tell me. And he patted my knee. I remember it like it was yesterday. 
I'm so sorry to hear that you're ill. But today, to, to today, there's no scientific evidence to show that's why you're ill. But I will take your breast implants out in the office under a local if that makes you feel better. I said, get them out of me. I had an appointment. I made an appointment within two weeks. I knew that was, I knew. I listened to that gut. Women, listen to your gut. And anything in your life, there is a gut feeling we have. And listen to it. So in two weeks, I was supposed to go back um, to have them taken out. I'm like, we're going to do this. I was at my grandma's one day and Jenny Jones was on and I was watching and she was talking about her breast implant illness wow. and it, she was talking about me. Every single symptom. I'm like, that's me. And on the bottom there scrolled a support group that night. I called the support group and a woman named Vicki answered the phone and I was on the phone with her till two in the morning. And that woman saved my life. Wow. She said, if you go back to this plastic surgeon, he will kill you. He will keep um, he will keep the shell of the implant in, which is causing causing your autoimmune response because every implant leaks. It is known by the manufacturer 24 hours after it's put in your body, it leaks. So your body sees it as a foreign invader and your immune system just starts attacking it and it goes haywire. And all these symptoms I'm mentioning are all part of the autoimmune response from the silicone. And with saline, we can get into that another time, but that's a whole nother saline are not any safer. There's no safe implant. So my biggest message I want to get out is the safety of breast implants. So let's let's not get caught up with this. So there was names of doctors that she gave me. The problem is there are very few doctors that would even acknowledge this was happening right. because it's a brotherhood. It's it's a, we're all going to just keep it. Yeah, no, see no evil, hear no evil. Can't be from your implants because nobody's proved it yet. So there's no little drawer you could put silicone adjuvant breast disease in. Yet so they have getting, a name for it. Now they do. But they oh, now. That. Okay. Now we do. But just like AIDS, they didn't know what it was. And what year was this, Laura? This was in 1992. 1992. 1992. So we contacted um, uh, a neurologist at Baylor University who was doing a paper on proving that this was that this was happening. Again, the problem is very few doctors were speaking up. Not only was this doctor speaking up, his life had been threatened. At the time, he somebody broke into his office, put crutches and duct tape on his desk. What does that tell you? Wow. Shut your mouth. Wow. So we took up. Well, that's a wrap for today. I want to thank you for your time. It's so precious. Our time and our time freedom is everything. So I want to thank you for joining us today at Mornings with Michelle. Uh, this is Michelle Foster. And I encourage you to come visit us on Instagram at CollagenWorks. W-E-R-K-S, Collagen Words, because we are doing some fun things there with Instagram parties, with fun giveaways. We have, it's all about beauty and all about fun tips. So again, go ahead and go to your Instagram and become part of our community at Collagen Words because we have really fun Instagram parties. Looking forward to seeing you there and always feel free to comment on the podcast or if there's something that you would like us to talk about, please let me know your thoughts. That would be amazing. Have a super fantastic day, my friend. This is Michelle Foster from Mornings with Michelle, signing off.